Dr. Arthur Perry. He's one of the top plastic surgeons. He's got offices in Manhattan, New Jersey. You know, and he's been doing a show here on WOR for years and years and years. Very uh, popular show and a great plastic surgeon. Everybody has questions on this subject, so uh, he's the guy to ask. Dr. Arthur Perry. No, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> and I went to his office, and I said, mm. I said, look at my face. He goes, yeah, look at your face. We're going to do with your face. What can you do with his face? I go like that. I swear to God. I go, look at this. I'm getting old. Like I said, I want to maybe you could fix it up a little bit. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. Remarkable knowledge, but also your grace in delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. And I hope you're all having a wonderful weekend. It's freezing in New York, isn't it? It's 37 degrees, but I'm broadcasting from the West Coast today. Oh, it's 75 in Beverly Hills. I'm sorry. It's sunny. Looking out over the Pacific Ocean. What can I tell you? But, uh, you know... The winter will be over in just a few months. Don't worry, New York. Well, this is the show not about weather, but this is the show about you, about your wrinkles, about your jowls, about your small breasts, about your your sagging buttocks. Yeah, how about fat on the hips? That's what we talk about on this show. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, host of this show for 16-something years, and uh, happy to be doing it every Saturday night, and thank you so much for listening. So today we're going to be talking about all sorts of things. How about cellulite? How many of you have cellulite? Raise your hands. I bet you a lot. I bet you most women over the age of 40 have cellulite. So we're going to talk about cellulite. We're going to talk about maybe some things that can help it, maybe a new treatment, maybe that can help it. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. We're going to talk also a little bit more about facelifting, one of my favorite procedures. Uh, we're going to answer your questions. The phone number here at WOR is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710, and we are giving away bottles of Soft Time tonight. Soft Time is a wonderful moisturizer, and those of you who have listened to me over the years know I'm not the biggest fan of moisturizer, so isn't it a little hypocritical that I created one? Well, you know, I did it a long time ago because my wife refused to give up her moisturizer no matter what I said. And I learned from her, and I learned uh, from my patients that some women do like moisturizer. You all like it, but do you need it? That's the question. Do you know that the first first cosmetic product commercially available was Vaseline, marketed as a moisturizer back in the 1860s? It's an interesting story. A uh, a uh, chemical engineer by the name of Cheesebro, that was his name, and you might know that uh, name from the company. Cheesebro was, uh, was sent out to the oil fields of Pennsylvania. And uh, his, uh, his bosses out there told him, find some, uh, find some uses for oil products that they're getting out of the oil fields. So he went out, and the drills, uh, it turned out, had to stop drilling every couple minutes and get this gunk off of them, and they raised them up out of the ground. And they, they put this sludge in big, giant pails and then started drilling again. And Cheesebro had a, uh, a very inquisitive mind. And he found out that the oil riggers would take this gunk that they got off of the, uh, off of the drills. And instead of just throwing it out, they'd smear it on their hands and they'd smear it on wounds. And lo and behold, 
wounds healed a little faster and their their raw hands in the winter felt better and so Cheeseboro brought this back to New York purified it and voila he called it Vaseline and that was the very first product and it was the best-selling cosmetic product in the United States for about 60 years until Pond's cold cream came in and that's a whole different story but we're in a different era now still have Vaseline. One of the problems with Vaseline early on was that it was carcinogenic. Well, so many products that come from oil are carcinogenic. Uh, so Vaseline was. There were these things called PACs, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, PAHs. And, uh, and those things were not so good. But the company that makes Vaseline has removed them now. And Vaseline itself is free of carcinogens, or so they say, and I believe that. Uh, but other companies that make petrolatum, that's the uh, the generic name of that, might not be so safe. In fact, I was on the Oz show a few years ago talking about this subject. It was a little bit controversial, but, uh, but certainly uh, it's not a big issue when you put it on your skin. It is a big issue when you eat it. How many of you eat Vaseline? I bet you a lot of you because you use things like chapstick and things like that. So you actually eat this stuff and you get quantifiable amounts of Vaseline in your body, in your intestines, in your liver, in your lymph nodes, really. You know, they've done these studies. They found it in animals. Uh, and is that good for you? Well, you know, there's a, it's certainly not good. Is it bad for you? That's the question. And it might be. It's certainly inconclusive. But uh, I recommend if you're going to put something on your lips, because that's where you can actually eat it, to use something with beeswax, like Burt's Bees has beeswax, which is completely edible. And an animal product, you might think, right? Not really an animal product. It's made from bees. PETA thinks it's, a, it's an animal product. I think it's a vegetable product because it's really made from plants. Anyway, we're going to talk about uh, that. We're going to talk about cellulite. We're going to answer your questions. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. We're giving away bottles of my soft time. That's why that whole discussion came up. Soft time is a moisturizer. And this time of year, it's pretty good to use. I mean, honestly, look at your lips. They're a little chapped. Your skin is rough. Your hands, you get those little cuts around your hands. You have those. The best thing you can do is you slather on the soft time at night and put a glove. And they make gloves for this. You can go to Sephora. You can go to the other stores and find these nighttime gloves. And if you put the moisturizer on your hands in a day or two or three, depending on how often you wash your hands, those little cuts and raw areas on your skin of the hands will hopefully, hopefully, heal up. All right, 800-321-0710 is the phone number at WOR, and I'm here to answer your questions. So give me a call, and uh, I'd love to talk to you. All right, so cellulite. What is cellulite? How many of you have it? Oh, you know who you are. Raise your hand. Most of you. You really do, because cellulite starts occurring in the teens, in the teens. Women get it more than men. Men can have cellulite, but for the most part, it's a woman's condition, and it appears on the thighs. It appears in the buttocks. It appears on the hips. Not so much elsewhere. Your belly, yes, but it's really a, uh, a process that occurs sort of like wrinkles to your face, cellulite is to your thighs, because as you gain weight and as you lose weight, uh, your skin begins to relax a bit, and it's held up by these little fibrous, we call them fibrous septae. That's the technical term. It's connective tissue that spans between the muscles of your thighs and your buttocks and the skin. And as your skin begins to sag just a little bit, uh, you see ripples and you see a little bit of cellulite. 
And as you get older, you fall, you slip, you sit down on a chair the wrong way, and you get a bruise on your thighs or your buttocks, right? We don't think twice about it. You see the bruise a couple days later, you forget about it, and a couple months later you notice on your buttocks or your thigh that there's a little bit of a depression. And that's because the fat that has been injured in that very simple act of getting bruised, or sometimes it's not so simple, it could be a skiing injury or someone accidentally bumps into you or you hit the corner of a table. Sometimes it hurts a lot, sometimes it doesn't hurt much, but over time you develop these, uh, these little depressions because the fat is very sensitive to blood supply. And if it gets a little bit disrupted, the fat will be destroyed. Your body will digest the fat and send it somewhere else in the body and replace it with a little bit of scar, just a little bit, and you get a little depression. And sometimes the depressions are quite noticeable and sometimes they're very subtle. And in the end, we call these things cellulite. So there have been, over the last 35 years since I've been a plastic surgeon, so many different possible treatments for cellulite, more than you can even imagine. I mean, there are machines that roll the skin, there are lasers, there are treatments. They used to inject all sorts of things like caffeine into the skin, all sorts of things. You know, does it work? Well, you know, we're here 35 years later still talking about cellulite. And I always say that if there's a lot of different possible treatments for something, usually none of them really work. So there is something new that was FDA approved just a couple months ago, and I'm going to talk about it when we return from our break. I'll keep you on the edge of your seats. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. The phone number 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. We're going to take our break, and when we return, maybe a cure for cellulite. We'll be right back. Did you know that most skincare is useless, even fraudulent, and often toxic? I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I needed great skincare for my patients, but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health. So I went to the books, and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products, and so for a limited time, I'm offering my Beauty in a Bottle Nighttime Serum at a great price. Normally, this is $65, but for WOR listeners, it's $40 plus shipping. Nighttime contains vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that your friends and relatives will be asking you, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Aging is inevitable. We all know that, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Botox to lessen frown lines, and I use the new Restylane Kiss. What a great name! To, well, you know, give you more kissable lips. No duck lips here. And I smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines with Juvederm. 
we might remove unsightly blemishes or even reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate the skin with a chemical or laser peel or I can thicken crepey skin with Althera and for the most dramatic rejuvenation I perform short scar face and neck lifts. Let's sit down in my Somerset, New Jersey or Beverly Hills offices for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. Give me a call at 833-PERRY-MD. That's 833-P-E-R-R-Y-M-D. Check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, broadcasting live from Beverly Hills, California this evening. A beautiful day out here. And, you know, I got an email yesterday. Actually, it came through Facebook. Someone saw that I'm out here. And, uh, and Eileen asked me, did I move to Beverly Hills? No, no, no. I've still got my office in New Jersey. I'm splitting my time between the uh, Somerset County office and the Beverly Hills office, the new office out here. And soon to reopen, we'll be back in Manhattan. You know, we kind of closed the 47th Street, 5th Avenue office during the height of COVID. But we'll be back. Don't worry. I have so many patients in New York, and a lot of them don't like driving out to uh, New Jersey. So we'll be back. I will somehow find a way, <laughs> and we'll do it soon. All right. So we were talking about cellulite, and, and everybody has cellulite, right? I mean, you really do. I mean, if you're 50, certainly if you're 60, you acquire it as you get older. Uh, so far, no drug, no drug has helped, but there's a new one. And so this summer, you know, we didn't hear about these FDA approvals this summer because we were all absolutely, you know, all we could think about was COVID. And we still are, right? We're going to talk about that in a few minutes, by the way. Yeah, I mean, how could I do a show without co talking about COVID? Uh, but certainly the FDA approval for a new drug called, you ready for this one? I can't even pronounce it. Quo. How about that one? Q-W-O. How do you pronounce that? Quo. I don't know who comes up with these names, but Quo is an enzyme. It's an enzyme called collagenase, and it's made from clostridia, yeah, the same, same bacteria that makes Botox, but this is their enzyme. See, these bacteria make all sorts of different enzymes. An enzyme is a substance that breaks down proteins. So clostridia, you know, it just gets in your body and starts eating you. Oh, my goodness. But that's really how it happens. And you die if you get a clostridial infection. But, but we're not injecting bacteria either with Botox or with this new stuff called Quo. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Q-W-O. Okay. Anyway, so they use this collagenase. They inject it into the buttocks, into the cellulite, and it digests, yeah, it doesn't sound great, right? But it digests some of the protein underneath your skin, the little tendrils of protein, the collagen, that connect the muscle with the skin. And when it does that, then when your buttocks sags a little bit, it doesn't sag with the cellulite appearance. That's the idea, right? So there was a study that was done. And based on the study, the FDA did grant approval this past July for this new product. So it's out there. It's not been launched yet. The launch apparently will be uh, sometime later this year in 2021. Is that what we're calling it, by the way? Is it 2021 or 2021? Noah, you'll have to tell me. Anyway, I looked at the study. Well, one study, and you know what my good friend Mike Roizen always says, before you change what you're going to do, you need three corroborating studies. But here's just one for this new 
injection of collagenase, this enzyme, this giant enzyme. It's a big protein. It's a big one. It, uh, in fact, it weighs 114,000 Daltons. That means nothing to you, nothing at all, except it's a big protein. And when we inject a big protein, things can happen. And in this case, it digests some of the cellulite. So here's what happened. They had about uh, 100 and... Uh, there was 170 women in the study, uh, 180 women, and they compared that uh, the result in those women to women that got saline or salt water injected. Uh, so, you know, some of them got the collagenase and some got the salt water. And then they looked over the course of about two and a half months what the cellulite looked like. And they asked the, uh, the patients and they asked doctors to look at the, uh, the results and they graded the result. And in about 10% of people, there was a fairly good result, about 10%. And in about 45%, there was kind of okay results. You know, not incredible, but they could see a difference. And in about half, there wasn't much of a result. Now, based on this data and the fact that no one really got sick from the treatments, the FDA did approve the drug. And, and I think part of the reason they approved it is because this particular drug something very similar to it has been approved for other uh, more medically related as opposed to cosmetically related uh, indications. And so when there's a drug like it on the market, it becomes easier, you know, the, the, uh, the bar is lower to get FDA approval. So it was FDA approved. And uh, then the question is, when they launch this drug, are you going to spend a fair amount of money to get your, your, uh, your, your cellulite and your collagen destroyed with this cellulite uh, uh, treatment, are you going to spend money to have this done? And that is the question. And, you know, maybe you will and maybe you won't. If you're able to have maybe no result and pay a few thousand dollars, you know, because half the people didn't get much of a result. No significant difference between the placebo, which, by the way, the placebo made a lot of people look better, they said. So, you know, who knows how that happens. When you get salt water injected into your cellulite, does that help? It doesn't really, but that's how we judge these studies because some people will get an improvement in their cellulite over time. But 71 days, that's where they looked at the results, just 71 days. And in 71 days, you can have a fair amount of inflammation, inflammation from what goes on, the digesting of that collagen. My question is, what happens at three months and six months and a year? That's the real question. And then you may say, well, let's just get another treatment. Well, that might be okay. But whenever we inject these large proteins into the body, there is a significant chance of an allergic reaction. And in another study, not of the cellulite, but of the injection of this substance, everybody, all the women that had it injected, developed antibodies against the protein. And there is the problem. Because if you get antibodies against the protein, yeah, the companies probably love it when I do these uh, analyses, right? You know, but I just call it as I see it. I read the studies and I make the decision whether or not I'm going to offer this treatment to my patients. And so far, I'm not convinced one study you know, one study, not a number, one study with fairly subtle results and the possibility of getting, not the possibility, the strong probability of developing antibodies against this. And what that means is the next time you get it injected, maybe there's an allergic reaction and maybe there's an anaphylactic reaction. And what that is, is a potentially deadly reaction. And I've seen these in my career, thankfully, not lately, but when I was a resident, I did. And it kind of colored my career, uh, you know, having seen severe allergic reactions. It's not just hives. So 
I certainly will sit back when this uh, drug is, uh, F well, it's FDA approved, but when it's on the market, which will be just a short amount of time, and we'll certainly see. And we'll, I'll look forward to many more publications because one's not enough for me. So do you do it? I don't know. That's up to you. I just call it as I see it. I will not be offering this cellulite treatment to my patients, and I'm not yet convinced that there's anything, any cellulite treatment that has enduring results, and that means long enough so that the swelling from the actual procedure is done, and then we can really assess cellulite. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR, and uh, I hope you are enjoying the show. We're going to be talking about the craziest procedures in cosmetic surgery. There's a lot of them, aren't there? There's really a lot of crazy procedures out there. And I did get an uh, email uh, during the break. Yeah, I got a lot of emails on the show. A lot of you do not, for some reason, want to talk on the air. I don't know why. I mean, there's 7 million people listening, but no one knows you, really. But but seriously, I had one person, why don't you follow your own advice with your hands? I guess some of my patients know <laughs> that I've kind of got rough hands, you know, from, uh, I wash my hands probably 30 or 40 times a day. I wash them before and after seeing every patient. And, uh, you know, it does a number on your hands. And yeah, I do use some moisturizer, but it is very difficult. You can't put it on between uh, washing your hands. But Unless you're a physician and wash your hands as often as I do, I think you can uh, probably do that treatment with the uh, the moisturizer. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. 800-321-0710. I need to talk a little bit about Plexiderm because I ran out of time at the end of the show last week. And Plexiderm is, yeah, they're a sponsor of the show. It's a wonderful substance. What is Plexiderm? You probably have seen it on cable TV. They do a great commercial, one of the best. It's one of these time-lapse commercials. So uh, they take uh, this substance, which is a silicone-type clear material that you put on the bags under your eyes or on the wrinkles around your eyes or maybe on uh, uh, maybe your forehead to kind of lift your brow a little bit or on your jowls or on your neck if you've got crepey skin in the neck. So you put this plexiderm on and let it cure. That's the real word. I mean, a lot of people think it's just drying, but the technical term, and I like to use technical terms, correct terms on the show, it cures. It's like caulk. When you caulk your windows, you know, it doesn't dry, it cures. And it's the same basic material. Yeah, you're caulking your face. Not really. Plexiderm washes right off. Uh, but what it does do during that two to three minute period as it cures is it kind of pushes on the bags and makes them go away. It's really quite remarkable. It's kind of like, uh, more like a makeup. It's not a skincare treatment technically because it doesn't do anything to your skin long term and it's certainly not surgery. But I'll tell you, I have so many of my patients that use Plexiderm. In fact, I, have, <laughs> I had someone come in the office last week with Plexiderm on her face for her consultation and, uh, you know, she wanted to talk about her wrinkles. I said, well, you have to take off the plexiderm for me to see the wrinkles and so she did and looked like a different person really quite remarkable so plexiderm is a short-term solution it's for when let's say you're going on a date this evening and you want to look better you want to look you know five or ten years younger you don't want to see those wrinkles or bags under your eye or let's say you're going uh, to a zoom you're gonna zoom, not going to a zoom you're zooming right or going to appear on a television show uh, you know something like that you might well, it's Plexiderm. That's what you want to put on your face. 
and there's a remarkable change. Well, I'm talking about this because my good friend John Greenhut, who has this company, he certainly knows how to choose products. We developed Nightskin together and other products. He is a master at this because he only chooses winners and things that really do work. So Plexiderm does work. And if you call 800-925-9963, that's 800, I can't even say it, right? 800-925-9963, you're going to get Plexiderm at half off. So it's 800-925-9963. Give them a call. You will love this substance. It is really wonderful. If for some reason you don't, you'll get your money back. And if there's any issue at all, call my office and I'll help you. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is Plexiderm, right, 800-925-9963. All right, we're going to take another short break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the craziest things, the procedures that will just boggle your mind. And, yes, they're being done in plastic surgery, and it's hard to believe that some of these are being done. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. We'll be back after these words. Did you know that most skincare is useless, even fraudulent, and often toxic? I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I needed great skincare for my patients, but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health. So I went to the books and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products, and so for a limited time, I'm offering my Beauty in a Bottle Nighttime Serum at a great price. Normally, this is $65, but for WOR listeners, it's $40 plus shipping. Nighttime contains vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that your friends and relatives will be asking you, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Aging is inevitable. We all know that, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Botox to lessen frown lines, and I use the new Restylane Kiss. What a great name! To, well, you know, give you more kissable lips. No duck lips here. And I smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines with Juvederm. We might remove unsightly blemishes or even reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate the skin with a chemical or laser peel, or I can thicken crepey skin with Ulthera. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar face and neck lifts. Let's sit down in my Somerset, New Jersey, or Beverly Hills offices for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. Give me a call at 833-PERRY-MD. That's 833-P-E-R-R-Y-M-D. Check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. The phone number 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. So, you know, I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. And what does that mean, you know, to you looking for a plastic surgeon? You know, if you're uh, thinking, well, here we are during covid Maybe this is a good time to have some surgery or, or a non-invasive procedure or some filler or something like that. 
And you kind of look on the internet, and you find all sorts of different doctors, and there are people that call themselves cosmetic surgeons and some plastic surgeons, and you look at their residency, and some do residencies in plastic surgery, and some do not. You know, the, the state governments all differ in their requirements, but most state governments in the United States, California, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, they're all pretty much the same. They allow everybody to do anything if they have a license, a medical license, whether or not you're certified. And that's a surprise to so many people. I mean, you would think that uh, a plastic surgeon is the only person, the only type of doctor that could do cosmetic surgery, right? But uh, there are lots of uh, doctors that do, and some are qualified. I'm not saying they're not, uh, but some are not. Some are completely self-trained. Uh, so there was a study that was just published in the Aesthetic Jur Surgery Journal just this month, uh, January's issue. I'm sure you all read that. Uh, Aesthetic Surgery Journal is one of the big journals in, uh, in plastic surgery. We all, we all read it. And uh, this particular paper looked at the, uh, the impact of plastic surgery expertise on body contouring outcomes. So they looked at tummy tucks, for instance. And there are more than just plastic surgeons doing tummy tucks. In fact, there are a lot of general surgeons that started doing tummy tucks. And you say, why would that be? Well, they do the they do the lap bands and things like that. And so they figure, okay, after someone loses 50 or 100 pounds, why send to a plastic surgeon? You know, I can do the procedure myself. And technically, they can. And I'm never, I'm not worried about a general surgeon operating because I know they're going to be safe if they're a board-certified general surgeon. But, you know, what about, what about the cosmetic outcomes? And that's what this uh, study looked at. They looked at almost 12,000 patients and they had uh, 9,500 that were uh, operated on by, by plastic surgeons for uh, body contouring, mostly uh, tummy tucks. And they had about 2,000 operated on by general surgeons, and most of these were women. Now, it turns out that the complication rate was enormously higher in the general surgeon population. Isn't that funny? Now, not so funny if you're those uh, patients. There were uh, wound infections and wound complications like wounds coming apart. And it was quite a significant difference. The conclusion of the study was that, you know, when you have plastic surgery, you should really be going to a plastic surgeon. It sounds self-serving, doesn't it? I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. But, you know, these are objective studies that we're talking about. This isn't just my opinion. This is, uh, this is real. So if you're looking to have a, a lap band, don't go to me. Uh, you know, if you're having, uh, you know, you want vaginal rejuvenation, don't go to me. Go to the gynecologist, if at all. But if you want to have cosmetic surgery, of course, you're going to choose the plastic surgeon, and that's what this study showed. So uh, board-certified plastic surgeons, much lower complication rate for these body contouring procedures. And we're not even talking about the cosmetic result, because the only specialty in medicine that trains in aesthetics, and that means our focus is, of course, to operate safely. Our focus is, of course, to fix the problem. But our focus in plastic surgery is to fix the problem in the most aesthetically nice way possible. So there are different ways to remove skin of the belly if you've got hanging skin, right? You can just kind of take it off and give you uh, not so nice a job. There are general surgeons that remove the belly button. Sounds funny, isn't it? If you have a tummy tuck, you kind of want your belly button, and we reconstruct that as plastic surgeons. Uh, you know, people will think you're an alien if you don't have a belly button, you know. So, uh, But it happens. I've seen patients that have come in 
from these tummy tucks and no belly button, you know? So what can I tell you? All right, I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry, and I promise to talk about the, the craziest things in cosmetic surgery. There are so many things. I mean, all you have to do is uh, is read these magazines, you know, the, the uh, tabloids, the... Uh, entertainment magazines or just watch the TV shows or look on the internet and uh, and just you know do a Google search on nutty procedures in cosmetic surgery you'll find things that you cannot even believe and I'm not talking about home cosmetic surgery and that's a whole different show that we're going to be doing Can you imagine that home cosmetic surgery yeah well believe it or not it exists I'm talking about uh, things like the liquid facelift have you heard about that one you have because they, a lot of people talk about liquid facelifts what is a liquid facelift? Well, what is a facelift? That is a procedure that is designed to tighten the skin of the neck, to get rid of the jowls, give you a smooth jawline, to get rid of the Catherine Hepburn bands of the neck, the fat of the neck, and the extra skin. That's what a facelift is all about. So what about a, a liquid facelift? A lot of people say, well, you know, I don't want surgery. Let's, uh, let's do something in the office, drive home, and go about my business. And so there are plenty of doctors uh, not plastic surgeons for the most part, but doctors who will do what they call the liquid facelift. So how does this come about? What do they do? Well, they're actually pumping your face full of filler of some type, whether it's fat that they take from your belly or whether it is hyaluronic acid, which is uh, like Restylane and Juvederm and many other fillers, or calcium hydroxyl apatite, which is called Radius or Sculptra, any of these fillers. They're putting enough of this filler into your cheeks, kind of up high, so that it distends the tissue and draws up your cheek. Now think about this. Arnold Schwarzenegger looks great with cheeks like that, doesn't he? You know, I mean, he's a movie star. He was governor of this fine state that I'm sitting in right now. But do you want to look like Schwarzenegger? That's what a liquid facelift will, <laughs> will make you look like because they have to put so much stuff in there that you look distorted. And I have women come into my office almost every week. It's really quite amazing. They come in and they want more filler. And I look at them and I, we go through the history and they tell me how oh, they had filler a couple months ago and how much and it was many syringes and this. And I look at them and their faces are distorted. Their cheekbones are uh, funny looking. Their uh, nasolabial folds are obliterated. You know, even a 14-year-old has a nasolabial fold, by the way. It's a normal thing. We don't want to obliterate it. We want you to look normal when we do filler. And to put so much filler in that you look like you've had a facelift, well, that's a distorting thing and not a good thing. And I would never do that. So number one on my list this year, and it changes every year, is the liquid facelift for crazy procedures in cosmetic surgery. And, and I, I'll bet you if you walk around the Upper East Side of Manhattan or you, or you walk around Beverly Hills, you'll see many women who have had those those liquid facelifts. So what do I do? Now, if you come in and want so much filler put in your face that uh, it draws up your face, well, you're going to have to find a different plastic surgeon. I will not do that. You know, sometimes we have abbreviated procedures, mini facelifts, which that's sort of like being a little bit pregnant. But, uh, you know, there are modified procedures that we can do to make you look better, which aren't a full facelift. There's liposuction. There's a uh, things called platysmoplasties. That's a, a tightening of the neck muscles without doing a full facelift. So that can help. 
there are other procedures that we can do. You know, I'm not a fan of the barbed sutures. We've talked about that on the show. I helped one of the companies develop their own barbed sutures. Uh, you know, those are the things that were called thread lifts. They were taken off the market 10 years ago. They re resurged a few years ago, but I'm not a big fan of those. And I talked about that at uh, on this show and uh, at length at uh, Dr. Royzen's uh, national meeting on uh, facial rejuvenation a couple weeks ago. Uh, but there are lots of things that we can do. So if you come in for a consultation, we can certainly talk about the multitude of things that we can do to help you look better without ever having to step into the operating room. That is a possibility. So what about other crazy procedures? Crazy procedures in cosmetic surgery. How many of you have large calves? Calves, you know what I'm talking about. Your lower leg, you look at the back of your leg. If you're a runner, you've got beautiful gastrocnemius muscles. That's what they're called, gastrocnemius muscles, the back of your uh, leg. You've developed them, you've worked on them, and uh, they're big. And a lot of women don't like those. Even a lot of men don't want really big muscles on the leg. I can't figure that one out. Uh, but it is true. And if you're, uh, let's say you were heavy as a child, heavy as a teenager, well, you'll always have a larger bo bone structure after that. And you'll always have larger muscles. They do atrophy. That means they get smaller as you don't use them as much. But some people just have really big muscles of the calves. And they come in and they ask the plastic surgeon for, you ready for this, a calf reduction. Wow. Rarely done in the United States, although you'll find a doctor willing to do it. They're very popular, believe it or not, in Korea. So what happens? The uh, plastic surgeon makes an incision in your calf and strips away some of that perfectly good muscle. My goodness. These are crazy procedures. Don't do that. And don't do cosmetic surgery on your toes either, <laughs> by the way, even if you have tobesity. We'll get into that when we come back from our break. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. Yeah, we're giving away bottles of soft time. We've got a few minutes left. We had a few calls that, no, I'm not going to take every call. I do pick and choose some of these. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I like talking about what I like to talk about. But give me a call. Ask me the questions that have been keeping you up at night. Be happy to answer. 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words. Did you know that most skincare is useless, even fraudulent, and often toxic? I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I needed great skincare for my patients, but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health. So I went to the books and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products, and so for a limited time, I'm offering my Beauty in a Bottle Nighttime Serum at a great price. Normally, this is $65, but for WOR listeners, it's $40 plus shipping. Nighttime contains vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that your friends and relatives will be asking you, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. 
Aging is inevitable. We all know that, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Botox to lessen frown lines, and I use the new Restylane Kiss. What a great name! To, well, you know, give you more kissable lips. No duck lips here. And I smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines with Juvederm. We might remove unsightly blemishes or even reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate the skin with a chemical or laser peel, or I can thicken crepey skin with Althera. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar face and neck lifts. Let's sit down in my Somerset, New Jersey or Beverly Hills offices for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. Give me a call at 833-PERRY-MD. That's 833-P-E-R-R-Y-M-D. Check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back broadcasting live, live from Beverly Hills. And, uh, you know, the uh, Noah says I'm the, uh, the Johnny Carson of the uh, cosmetic surgery world here <laughs> from uh, – we're pretty close to Burbank, right? You know, how many of you remember Johnny? Yeah. All right. Well, we are here tonight. We'll be back in New York uh, next week and uh, back to the cold, back to uh, doing the number on your hands. You know, they have to recover in the warm weather. That's what this is uh, This is all about. 800-321-0710 is our phone number at WOR. And, uh, and how could I... How could I talk to you, my audience? It's been, one, without mentioning COVID, it's been one year, one year since I first talked about it. Today, this is the one-year anniversary of the announcement that there was something terrible going on in Wuhan, China. Remember that? And uh, people didn't take it seriously in the beginning. And boy, we're 300 and almost 380,000 deaths later. Can you even imagine it? Can you imagine it's been going on this long and we are just starting, hopefully, to turn the corner, hopefully, because we had this terrible period during the holidays where people did not socially distance. They did go around with relatives into parties, and they spread the uh, the COVID, and uh, so many people have died in the last few weeks because of it. I hear of many. There was a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills that died uh, just a couple days ago, the rumor is. Uh, and it's really just a terrible thing. And I hope you're all staying safe. I did receive the vaccine, thank goodness. I got my second uh, second dose a couple days ago. I tested positive for antibodies before that, so that's great. The second dose, um, not quite as easy as the first. I did get a fever. I got some muscle pains. Uh, just felt pretty lousy for about two days. But it's now uh, about two and a half days later, and three days later, and I'm back to normal, thank goodness. And a lot of people ask, you know, should I not get the vaccine? It's experimental. Come on now. You know, if you look at this, there's 380,000 people that beg, would have begged to have the vaccine. They died from this illness. You want to get the vaccine. If, uh, depending on your age group, there is, uh, you know, a, about a 1% chance of dying if you're in your 60s. There's about a 10% chance of dying if you're in your late 70s. And if you're in your 80s, it's even higher. Don't think twice about getting the vaccine. This is uh, a very safe vaccine. Yeah, there have been seven anaphylactic reactions. I don't believe any deaths in the United States. Uh, seven serious reactions in a couple million people who have gotten uh, almost a couple million. I guess it's a million and a half now. Uh, it's a relatively low number, unless, of course, you have that anaphylactic reaction. But, but 
The odds are greatly in your favor. I had virtually nothing and, you know, felt a little lousy, but it did, did not stop me from going to work. So, uh, so that's good. John, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hey, Dr. Perry. How you doing? This Pretty good. What can I do for you? Yeah, I have a question regarding uh, double chin. I know there's a lot of procedures out there, and what's the best one you could offer? I mean, your recommendation if uh, you use surgery, liposuction, or the uh, injection. Okay, uh, good question. How old are you, John? Uh, it's not for me. It's uh, actually uh, for someone I know. Okay, so, well, how, is uh, the, how old is the someone you know? <laughs> oh, uh, around 48. I'm sorry. Okay. It's never, it's never for you, is it, John? No, I'm kidding, of course. All <laughs> right, so is it a, a woman or a man, John? A uh, woman. I hope she knows and, you're calling for her, by the way. You know, because that's... Uh, yeah, uh, she, she was curious about it. And, okay. uh, you you yeah. know, that's the and question. Do you, get, my, yeah. do you get someone uh, the facelift for a Christmas present if they uh, don't really know they want it? <laughs> is that an mm-hmm. insult or she is that a wonderful... Me too. She was she was I'm just, uh, very curious about that. I'm kidding with you. John, let's talk about double chins for a few minutes. So as, as we get older, we tend to deposit fat in our necks. It's one of those uh, ironies of life. You know, you, you take fat away from where you want it, and you put it where you don't want it. So, uh, you know, most women would like maybe a little bit more fat in their breasts or even their buttocks, but uh, certainly they don't want it in their necks, and neither do men. But it tends to, tends to kind of fill up. And at the same time, our skin begins to relax in the neck. It thins and it begins to billow. And the muscles that are in our neck, those are called the platysma muscle. Big fancy name. I call them the bands of the neck. It's a lot a lot easier to say that word than platysma. Uh, but those bands have always been there. But as the skin thins and becomes looser, we tend to see those. So as we get older, and if your friend is 48 years old, she has uh, kind of a group of symptoms. She's got a little bit of fat probably and a little bit of bands, and she might not even see those bands at this point because they might be underneath the fat. And uh, all that put together we call very affectionately the turkey gobbler, the turkey gobbler. So what do we have? There's a lot of different ways to treat this now. So if the skin is very resilient, if it's stretchy, if it's resilient, and yeah, 48 is not too old for liposuction, and I call it liposuction, not liposuction. So liposuction is the removal of fat, and uh, I make a a quarter-inch incision underneath the chin and little tiny eighth-inch incisions under each ear, and I use these small tubes to break up and suction out the fat. This is one of the big bang-for-your-buck procedures in all of cosmetic surgery. It really is a great procedure because in about an hour, I can remove... I guess my record is about eight ounces of fat. If you think of an eight-ounce eight cup, you know, rarely do people have more than that. And if they have more than that, they're probably not good candidates for this procedure. But eight, ounce, eight ounces is a lot. Four ounces is more typical of what I remove from the neck. And it is a very rapid recovery and a wonderful result. It's an interesting phenomenon about the neck skin, the chin and neck skin, that when I remove fat, the skin has to redrape over a longer area. Now think about this. If your neck has kind of a right angle when you're very, very thin, but when you're fat, it's kind of the hypotenuse of a triangle. Do you know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, yeah. it's usually circular if you have a double chin. And so. it can be. That's right. And so that's even more than the hypotenuse of a triangle, that long end of high triangle. So when we remove the fat, the skin redrapes and your neck looks significantly better. And that works 
in many people. Certainly, if you're 20, that is the operation of choice. If you're 30, it is. If you're 40, it still is. When you hit 48, we do have to consider that there might be some hanging skin if we do that operation. So we have to be careful, and that gets assessed individually. So not everybody is treated the same way at 48. So some can have liposuction, and some can have, some require a facelift. Now, there are some non-invasive treatments, and one of those, you said injections. So how about injecting uh, that substance that is a bile acid called Kybella, Kybella, that's the one uh, that got a lot of publicity a few years ago. Not too much publicity now. Um, what it does, we inject this into the fat. It requires three different treatments about a month apart. It's extremely uncomfortable. I don't do it. I'll tell you why I don't do it in a few minutes. Uh, it does dissolve the fat. It destroys the fat. Um, there are cases of uneven fat uh, removal. There are cases of nerve damage from injecting that. And in men, a high percentage, and in one study, I think uh, something like a third of men lost their beards in a very patchy way. So not that all the hair came out, but, you know, it came out like it looked really funny. So, um, so I'm not a fan of Kybella, and I'm sorry. I, I love Allergan products. I use uh, many of them, like Juvederm, and I use uh, Botox. I'm sure they don't like to hear when people uh, don't say wonderful things about uh, about some of their products, but Kybella is not one that I will use. Uh, I don't think it's the, the greatest idea to be injecting the fat, so that's one I don't. The other one that some people use is, uh, is cryolipolysis, and that is freezing the fat with these different machines called cool sculpting. And, and it works. It does work, uh, but it works pretty subtly and I've read the data and again same company and again uh, sorry gang at uh, Allergan but I'm not a big fan of cool sculpting because I do think the results are too subtle yes it works so if you have unlimited uh, resources and want to keep doing it over and over and over and over again uh, you might get to the point where uh, each one and a half millimeters of fat that you remove with each treatment adds up but if you think of one and a half millimeters of fat that's the uh, thickness of a nickel and that's about what you get on average when when you freeze the fat. You get a little bit of reduction. For me, one and a half millimeters is a good night at Patsy's uh, pizza. <laughs> I can put that on or take that off if I don't have that pizza. So uh, that's my uh, that's my feeling about uh, about that. So when you do come in, uh, if you're 48, if she's 48, uh, if she's a candidate for liposuction, that's great. But I like doing facelifts, and 48 is not too young for a facelift. And the reason it's not too young is uh, we now know that the younger you are when you have a facelift, the longer the duration of the results. And, uh, and you know, it, it just makes sense because we don't allow the skin to undergo all those ravages of aging, all the changes and, uh, that you get as you go through your 50s and 60s and 70s. So the younger you are, the longer you get. And how long is a facelift? How long does it last? Well, kind of lasts forever, which is funny when you think about it. But there is actually a twin study going on in the United, in the United States. Uh, and I believe they're uh, into uh, the 23rd or fourth year of this twin study where one had a facelift and one did not. And the one that had the facelift always has looked better throughout time. Makes sense. The one that did not looks worse. So uh, even though after about anywhere from 5 to 10 or so years, maybe 15 years if you're lucky, you'll go back to where you were before the facelift, you still look better than you would have had you not had the facelift. 
So, John, have I answered your question? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, what about recovery with the three uh, procedures you said uh, and pain? I mean, those are the main questions those people are afraid of. Pain. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, a facelift. Uh, I like to tell people that there's minimal pain. I like to tell people, and I hope that <laughs> I, I like them to believe that. But it's really true. So, I do not give narcotics out for uh, any of these procedures, any facial cosmetic procedures. I tell people that uh, Tylenol will do it. And in probably 95% of people, it does do it. And every now and then someone needs a Percocet after a, or a Tylenol with codeine after a facelift. But it's pretty rare, honestly. It's not a procedure that hurts a lot. You look terrible. You look in the mirror the next day and say, what on earth did I do? Because you're swollen, you're bruised, you look terrible. But by a week when I take the stitches out, you look pretty reasonable. And by two weeks, you can go out and, uh, and show yourself to the public. You know, now we are, uh, here we are, it's a perfect time to have surgery right now. We're in the COVID era where, uh, you know, you're socially distancing, you're wearing masks. And I'll tell you something, my office is very busy with people who are taking advantage of that because, uh, you know, they're not going out as much and uh, they are wearing masks and they do the little trick when they do video conferencing, the little trick that I tell them to do, you take that Vaseline that I talked about earlier in the show, just smear just a little bit on the camera of your computer and tell people, I don't know what's wrong with my computer. You know, it's not clear. <laughs> anyway, so about two weeks, you're, uh, you're able to go out after a facelift. With liposuction, it's quicker. Uh, you can go back to work uh, with liposuction in three days if you wear a turtleneck, if you wear a scarf. Um, you really can. There's no pain with, with liposuction. And I can tell you that for a fact because I did the study and I published the study. And uh, in a group of people that had liposuction, I, uh, I looked at the, uh, the difference in pain when we numbed up the area or did not numb the area. And I did a pain scale. And the average person had about a 1 out of a 0 to one, uh, 10 scale with pain and certainly handleable just with Tylenol. So that doesn't hurt. Cryotherapy, I don't do it uh, for the reasons I explained before, but it's not a painful procedure afterwards. It's uncomfortable when it's done, <clears throat> and most people will take some Tylenol for the procedure. And Kybella, uh, the injection of those bile acids into the fat, that is, since I don't do it, I haven't seen it specifically and personally, but reading the literature and hearing my patients who have come in for liposuction after they had Kybella, and I have a series of those patients, uh, because it wasn't as effective as they wanted, uh, those people told me, oh, my goodness, it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot during and after the procedure. So it's, you know, when you inject these acids into the uh, tissue, it hurts. So, uh, so that's the story. And, and Kybella, by the way, is a one-week recovery because it bruises and swells a lot, and you have to repeat it three times. All right? Does that answer your question? Yes. most of, uh, With liposuction, uh, is the recurrence, is it, uh, how many years before you'd see like a significant recurrence of that? Fat uh, is not coming back. Fat can't come back. Uh, Fat uh, okay. does not, like muscle, the cells get bigger and smaller as you uh, get older and eat that pizza and uh, with muscle cells as you exercise or don't exercise. But for the most part, you do not make new muscle cells and fat cells after puberty. So they just get bigger or smaller. If you remove the fat cells, it's like removing your finger. It's permanently gone. I do have to uh, leave the show now. Noah begins to wave his hands 3,000 miles away. He tells me, hey, show's about to end. Thank you for uh, your good questions, John. I do appreciate it. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Check me out on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Dr. Arthur Perry. 
and you'll uh, learn all sorts of information about cosmetic surgery on that and uh, on that website uh, or the uh, Facebook website. My own website is periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. You can give me a call. I've got a new number that's nationwide now. It's an 800 number, 833-PERRY-MD, so P-E-R-R-Y-M-D. So anywhere in the country, whether you want to make an appointment in the Somerset County, New Jersey office, the hopefully future Manhattan office coming back, or the Beverly Hills office, it's all the same number. Give us a call and uh, check me out again at periplasticsurgery.com. Com. And for the products, by the way, I didn't really mention the products on the show tonight. They're great products. We've got nighttime, and we've got soft time and clean time. And give us about a month. We'll get the daytime back in stock. It will be coming back. And you can go to drperrys.com, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, and you can order all of those products. Or if you want, you can go to Amazon. A lot of people do like uh, ordering from Amazon. All right, we're... Uh, I guess wrapping up the show, no one likes me out of here. Maybe someday I'll have two hours. But for now, just uh, one hour. Thank you so much for great engineering. Cross-country Noah, we'll see you in New York next week. And don't forget, listen, 6 o'clock next Saturday evening. Bye-bye now. Have a great week.